You know, Frank, Gabriella said, trailing one hand down my chest and letting it linger over my thumping heart. I think I have feelings for you, she smiled sheepishly, color filling her cheeks. I haven't felt like this about anyone ever before. I stared at her in shock as she drew closer to me, pressing her lithe body against mine. Gabriella Perez was everything I'd ever wanted in a woman, and as she leaned in close to me, lips slightly parted, the only thing I could think was that I was never letting go of her. Not ever. I have feelings for you too, I replied, wrapping my arms around her waist and pulling her into me. Part of me couldn't believe this was happening after everything. Still, she was right there in front of me. Kiss me, Frank, she whispered, tilting her head toward me. My heart started pounding like crazy in my chest as I tilted my head toward her and leaned in. Her lips were so close to mine I could practically feel them. Please. The touch of her breath on my lips sent little shivers tingling across my skin as I closed my eyes and pressed my lips to hers. The hunk of Aztec gold and turquoise taking the place of my flesh and blood hard went absolutely bonkers as I pressed into her. Pain, unlike anything I'd ever felt before, tore at my chest, and for a second it felt like my ribs were going to burst out of my skin. My eyes shot open to find Gabriella gone, her presence fading away into the last traces of a dream that seemed particularly unfair. Especially since the last time I'd woken up like this, I'd gotten assaulted by all sorts of supernatural nut jobs. And judging by the fact I'd last been knocked unconscious by a golem, I was betting this time would be no different. The heart had been one of the things that had seen me through the shadowy world of magicians and wizards and golems and general bullshit kept secret from us normal Joes and Josephines. It had allowed me to save the world. No, really. From a bunch of cultists who wanted to rid the world of magic by tearing apart space and time. And this time, evidently, it was trying to save me again. Still, waking up to find myself laid out on a stone slab in the middle of a torture room that would make Pinhead or Freddy Krueger lick their lips in delight didn't exactly seem fair given I'd saved the world. Okay, torture chamber might have been a bit of an exaggeration. The room was made of plain, gray stone, slick with condensation, plucked right out of any generic fantasy movie's castle dungeon. Still, for all that, the place was as clean as a whistle, and the air was filled with a medicine-y antiseptic scent. How much of that smell was because of the oxygen mask strapped over my mouth and nose, I couldn't be sure. Oh, did I forget to mention that, and the IV line stuck in my arm? It almost made me think they were trying to revive me, but I was pretty sure that wasn't the case, because as I blinked away the haze, I found myself staring at a creepiest guy hovering over me with a scalpel in hand. Maybe it was a girl, it was hard to tell, because whoever it was had dressed up like a plague doctor out of a medieval history book, including the long-nosed mask and goggles. Assisting the good doctor were a pair of disembodied arms made out of what looked like a knight's plate armor, each one floating around with no respect to physics or gravity. That might not have bothered me so much if each one wasn't wielding equally archaic but strangely shiny surgeon's tools in hand. Racks and shelves lined the walls with an assortment of cutting implements, bone saws, spreaders, and other tools I couldn't begin to describe other than by saying they would be voted most likely to cleanly dismember a corpse by a panel of their peers. 
The sluggishness in my limbs and the fog in my brain were pretty damn familiar from those unfortunate times in my life I've had surgery done. F*** it all, I hated going under then, and I hated it even more now. I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist, one of my early childhood dreams unrealized, just to have it said, to know what Dr. Plague and the arm boys were about to do to me. After all, I had La Corazon, reputedly the most powerful anti-magical artifact known to the magical cults that lurked in the shadows, beating in my chest. When the White Alliance, my frenemies before advancing to full-on enemy, nabbed us, I guess La Corazon was too tempting to leave stuck in little old me, I'll admit that made me feel a touch used, especially since I'd helped the White save the world. But then again, they were probably worried I'd shit all over their parade, too. After all, I'd taken on one cult full of psychos, what was one more in the grand scheme of things?